welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. What's up, guys? Ryan here. So today we're going to look at my Amazon Merch 2019 year in review. And up front, I just need to be, you know, need to just make it clear that I did not dedicate the amount of time to Amazon Merch that I would have liked in 2019. I actually, for most of the year, struggled to find a way to make it work because I was kind of balancing so many things that were important to me that I'm happy I assigned other things priority over Amazon Merch given the time constraints. Uh, again, I hate making excuses. I'm just letting you guys know. Like, this is not representative of my best effort. Um, really, more or less, it represents how passive Amazon Merch can really be because I was not able to to do much on the front of um, putting out new, new, well-researched designs. And you know, I talked recently in my income report from December about my evolved print-on-demand strategy. That's gonna hopefully help me maximize the value of all of my upload slots because for the most part in 2019 like I was not good about keeping those upload slots filled and when I did fill them I was doing it in kind of a gimmicky way where I was re-uploading my older catalog of designs to various product types which there's nothing wrong with uh, but you know standard t-shirts are the best sellers so in an ideal world like you'd prioritize at a minimum, getting all of your designs looking good on standard t-shirts, and then from there, move into the more niche product types, like probably pop sockets would be next in my, if I had to guess, or, or hoodies maybe, um, and yeah, yeah, again, like, I think the best strategy would be take your best sellers from standard t-shirts, and then upload them, you know, once they're, they're validated to those secondary product types, or, you know, if you're really active on merch, and you are deleting products that aren't selling, um, you know, which is a lot easier to do when you're in the lower tiers. Like I'm in tier 20,000 now. Uh, but if you're doing that and you're active like that, then there's absolutely no reason not to like, you know, don't delete products that have sold, obviously. But products that haven't sold, if we're heading into like December or we're heading into winter, cold season, you want to delete like a tank top for a, and replace it with a hoodie. Obviously, there's that's that's a good idea. Go ahead. All right, so let's look at my sales breakdown. Um, I was averaging about, let's say, 275 sales per month outside of the fourth quarter. Obviously, in the fourth quarter, everything kind of spikes across the board. Um, I think, let me see where my, okay, uh, total sales, 3,679 on the year, which works out to just over 10 sales a day, if I'm not mistaken, uh, 365 days in a year. That's about right. Um Royalties, $13,315 that I got to keep generated on $72,779 of revenue um, total sales that took place on the Amazon platform. Also, this is just in the US. I did make a point of uploading a couple hundred shirts, maybe like between 500 and 1,000 actually, to the UK and German markets so that I could speak to selling on those markets from an informed perspective. The reality is they're letting people into Amazon Merch that live in those countries who are better suited to serve those markets than I am when I'm not even really doing niche research um, for those markets. I'm just saying, hey, I've already taken time to make some nice designs. Let me just put them up for sale over there and see what happens. Um, you know, like I said, though, it's extra money. If I have the upload slots, which I did slash do, um, you know, I took advantage of it. But my new upload strategy, I am not 
I'm not really uploading to those markets. I'm just prioritizing like standard shirts, unique designs uh, in the U.S. And I'll let you guys know. Like I said, stay tuned for those income reports, and you'll know how the how it's going. All right. Um, about 306 sales per month. So actually, I was off by I guess. Well, I don't know. If you factor in fourth quarter, it comes. It jumps up to over 300. Um, my best day, 49 sales. $429 of royalties. You know, I've done much better in the past. My income reports from, you know, 2017, 2018 will show you that. Um, that being said, no excuses, no excuses, no excuses. I got to make it work for me. Again, time constraints are a real thing. So this was how I did in 2019. I'm not too thrilled about it, but it is what it is. All right, standard t-shirts represented 73% of my um, product type or sales by product type breakdown, followed by hoodies, followed by premium shirts, you know, and I, it's like, why am I even uploading the premium shirts? Not that you shouldn't, because it is a little bit of a differentiator, but, you know, a lot of it had to do with me trying to fill up those slots, like when I got uh, tiered up from tier 10,000 to 20,000, and actually, I think it only, it took me less than three months to go from, after I went from eight to 10, it took me less than three months to go from 10 to 20 if I recall correctly, and I was, a lot of it had to do with me just, like, pushing so many products, um, including, like, just checking the box for, like, premium, tank top, pop socket, etc., and, uh, because, like, they won't tear you up if you haven't filled up a certain percentage of your max upload slots, and I saw that I had the sales that I needed to get, to get tiered up, so I tried to take advantage of that, but then what I followed that up with was not maximizing those 20,000 slots in time for the fourth quarter, which, it's just leaving money on the table, which is why I'm a little bit disappointed in myself. I mean, $13,000 is $13,000, right? Amazon merch is free money. That's why I think it should be treated with such high priority. Um, when I say free money, what I mean by that is like we're not ever asked to deposit money or put a credit card on file. You get in for free. You give them, a, you give a, you give them your info to be paid. That's it. You don't have to pay them. So it's a pretty good deal. Um, also on that subject, just a friendly reminder to protect your account. Don't get cute with trademark and copyright infringement. Don't even play that game, guys. Just be smart about it. And, um, you know, it's just, it's not worth the risk. Also, it's pretty well documented at this point that like newer accounts don't get nearly as much leeway when it comes to the strikes against your account from rejections that uh higher tier accounts do but that that being said it's not like high tier accounts don't get closed they do um they amazon merch when i first got in their content policy the written portion of the help section on on amazon merch the platform was pretty bad like really bad and they have made a point of making it pretty good so go ahead and check that out it's really worth at a minimum just scanning through it to familiarize yourself with it all right, fit types, uh, primarily men, women. I'm missing out a lot on youth, uh, but that is because, I've mentioned this before, when they changed the youth content policy, a lot of my designs were catered towards a uh, adult audience, I guess you could say, still within the terms of service. Um, so when I re-upload my catalog using the Merch Titans automation uploader, because I don't have time to upload all day, working two jobs and doing... The other things I'm, I've got going on on the side, I have to rely on the automation uploader. And the easiest way to do that is just to not check the youth checkbox because of just how it works. If you've never used it, just take me at my word. And if you're interested in learning how to use it, go ahead and check out the link in the description 
you will not regret it. Uh, top colors, black represented 56%, dark heather 9%, royal blue 5%, and the rest e pretty even split. You can tell which uh, colors I like to select by default. All right, so here's where it's going to get a little bit more interesting. I want to talk about my top 10 bestsellers. I apologize. No, I'm not going to show you them. Uh, but I made notes and did a little research about them prior to recording this video. And I hope that this will be interesting um, and worth your while. So to start, uh, my number one bestseller on the year was based on a quote from a popular TV show, but it was an original design. I didn't, I didn't like look at Merch Informer and see somebody else selling it. Uh, th it was just something that I thought of that I threw up on Amazon and ended up working. Um, sometimes that happens, and this was a best case scenario. So, yeah, and it's based on a TV show. By the way, it wasn't trademarked, and I didn't mention the TV show in the listing. So it's really just kind of a creative quote, let's say. All right. I think most of the time, if not 90 plus percent of the time, like using quotes from TV shows is okay. Just don't mention like characters. Don't mention the show. Don't get too cute with your, uh, with your keywords. There's no need. All right. Number two, this was a hoodie that had a hat design on it, or at least like when I first made the hat. It was a, or the, when I first made the design, it was intended to be sold on a printful hat and it got a lot of sales on the hat. It also ended up getting a lot of sales on a hoodie for whatever reason, as in, as opposed to like a standard t-shirt. Cause like when I'm uploading to hoodies, I'm uploading to standard t-shirts at a minimum as well. And, um, typically pop sockets. At a, this is, this is when I'm doing like my, when I was actually taking more time to do niche research, which I didn't have the luxury of doing a lot of in 2019, unfortunately, but Hey. I already mentioned that uh, I have three reviews on it and I'm listed it. I listed it at $34.99 and I noticed when I was doing some research before this video that there was a copycat that priced almost $5 lower in the number two organic spots. So when I say copycat, like, you know, sometimes you attack the same niche with different designs, but it's all the same primary keywords. This copycat was basically an exact copy of me so that explains why you know i mean it's my number two bestseller but they're soaking up a lot more of the profit than i am because they deducted five dollars from their overall price and i don't want to say it's a pixel for pixel ripoff because it's based on an internet meme but it is what it is my third bestseller was removed due to a trademark you could say trademark violation if you want to but the reality is i was selling the shirt for over a year Sometimes this happens where a design that is making money, somebody will file a trademark, be granted the trademark for sale on t-shirts, and then if we're not paying attention, we get an email from Amazon Merch one day that our listing was removed because even though there was no trademark when I initially designed and uploaded it, those keywords are now trademarked, I lose. That's just part of the game, guys. It's just It works that way. Um, there are automated trademark detectors i've made a video about it in the past um like merch informer has it merch titans has a tool as well where you put your primary keywords in there and they will check it every day if not a couple times a day against the uspto database and let you know if things get trademarked i'm guilty of not doing that for all of my designs i usually just use it to um bulk check trademarks before i upload new designs 
So I do it for like an initial quick check rather than having to manually type everything and I just copy paste a massive list into their tools, hit go, and it works. Number four, I don't remember where I got this niche from, but it's just a funny evergreen shirt. Um, without getting, giving it away, it's tough to say anything else. Number five, it's a funny shirt that I saw on TV. I did, and I was one of the first, if not the first, to put this on Amazon. So if you have uh, watched some of my videos before, I have mentioned that I have a TV right there. So I'm looking at the webcam on my computer monitor right now, but I have a TV right above it. Um, I am a computer nerd. I spend a lot of time at my computer, so I use three monitors and a TV above as a fourth. That TV has cable. A lot of times I will just tune into cable, mute it, and glance up every now and then because a lot of times people wear t-shirts that are just random graphic t-shirts that aren't trademarked and they're not original, but when they're up there on TV in front of millions of people or potentially millions of people, they're in the public mind, right? People are thinking about them, right? It's out of sight, out of mind, insight, in mind. So if people are seeing it, they're thinking about it, some people are going to buy it. I capitalize on that. I'm not afraid to. Um, again, though, I don't get cute with my keywords and type words that are going to get me rejected. I always check my trademarks, etc. This is a strategy. This is a unique strategy because not many people talk about it um, that works. You know, Just stay a step ahead by looking at what is on TV. Plenty of people still watch TV. Um, I don't want to say I watch it. I just mute it and use it for niche ideas. Anyways, there's been a lot of copycats. 317 results when I looked today. Um, and that's only Amazon merch results. So there's going to be even more. Um, when I do, when I search, I filter out non-Amazon merch results. I have a tool called the search merch tool that I wrote. You can find a link below. Um, also in this niche, I have multiple shirts on page one with reviews in this niche. So that's a, a kind of an advanced Amazon merch strategy that a lot of people, if you're lucky, you'll figure it out on your own. Um, cause that typically means you're having success. But to summarize it, basically, guys, like if you are finding success in a niche, like own that niche, make it yours, upload more products in that niche. You don't be afraid to like tweak designs and create new designs and alter your brand and, you know, represent, make, make, first of all, the customer doesn't know that we're the seller. When they look at the listing, they see Amazon as the seller, but other merchers may be evaluating a niche thinking, can I enter this niche? Well, you know, a great way to deter people from carving out a piece of your pie in a profitable niche that you're early to just upload more products, you know, pro tip. I know it makes, once you've heard it, you're like, Oh crap, that's like a really good idea. Why didn't I think about it? Well, now, you know, right. That was one of the first big, like when I had my first big success on merch, that was one of the first takeaways that I realized like, Oh crap. I, I was only in like tier either 25 or 100. I think it was tier 25. And it was like, hold up, why do I have these other upload slots being used on shirts that may never sell? I can just delete those, re-upload, well, not re-upload, but upload similar designs in this in this niche that's selling like crazy, maximize my dollars. Did that, it worked, you know, the rest is history. All right, number six, this was a hoodie. Um, I got the niche idea from YouTube videos the same way that I said that I watch like YouTube or cable TV on my or cable on my TV up there. I watch YouTube like all day, every day. Uh, I've been watching more YouTube than cable lately. Um, think I looked and it was like my average was, well, I have YouTube premium, so I don't actually have to watch. I can like lock my phone and still listen. 
So I'll be at the gym. That'll count for like an hour, hour and a half. But I mean, on average, I'm like over four hours a day on YouTube, which is, yeah, it probably sounds crazier than it is. Um, Cause I mean, I still work a nine to five job. I have to drive, sit in traffic, listen to music while I'm in, you know, all that stuff. Anyways, I get ideas from YouTube the same way I get them from TV. In summary, uh, I went ahead and searched for this design on a hoodie and noticed that somebody that was outranking me with a replica design, which by the way, I don't know if I've mentioned this recently, but I do not, I, first of all, I don't have time, but if I did, I don't think I would spend it trying to police Amazon's catalog reporting people that copy me. Like I'm in tier 20,000. I don't even know how I'd begin to approach that. Um, Granted, I guess if I was ever going to, this was a good time or on my number two bestseller where I said there was a pixel for pixel, just about pixel for pixel. Um, they, it looked like they went into Photoshop and added like a stroke so that it was a thicker design. Uh, but besides that, pretty much pixel for pixel. Uh, this one though, 377 results and somebody undercut me by 24 cents. So I was priced at 34.99 because I have some reviews and five-star reviews. I think it's an average five-star review. And they just undercut me by 24 cents. People that search see the same or very similar design, but one is slightly cheaper or they sort their search results from low to high. And they buy from that guy instead of me. So as you can imagine what I did while, <laughs> while I was noticing this, I edited my listing and adjusted my pricing to undercut him. So hopefully I can uh, gain some traction in that niche with that product. Number seven, another design straight from a TV show. You know, even if it's a show I don't like, I'm not afraid to mute the shows, you know, and just, just glance up every now and then get some ideas. Just don't forget to check trademarks. All right, number eight, this is a really interesting one. I've talked about this listing on my income reports in the past, but this was kind of like a case study. I don't know what inspired me to do this, but I decided to price it at $24.99. It's a standard t-shirt from the beginning, $24.99. So selling at this price point, uh, Merchant Former will, not Merchant Former, sorry, Pretty Merch Pro, which is what I'm using. And you can get a link in the description if you want to support the channel and upgrade to Pro. Um, use my link. I get a little kickback. If not, all good. Uh, that pays $7.41 on average per sale at that markup, which is actually kind of sad when I think about it because that's like what you used to get. Well, that's just uh, just above what you used to get paid. It was $7.19 if you, when I say used to, I don't even mean 2018, I mean 2017. And before that, if you sold a t-shirt at $19.99, you would make $7.19 if I remember correctly. So it really does hurt, you know, it is what it is, so people don't talk too much about it. But like, when Amazon increases their margins and decreases ours, at you know, at our expense, it sucks, you know. But it is what it is. Um, so now you have to increase your price to twenty four ninety nine to see a similar royalty. Um, and I will touch on my most profitable design ever in a minute, which piggybacked off of. The fact that it was it was a hot trend back when I was making seven dollars and nineteen cents per sale, um, so it was good timing in that respect. Uh, but before I go and talk about that, let me talk about number nine and number ten bestsellers. So my number nine bestseller was a hat design that I sold on a T-shirt. Like I always say, if you're new to my channel, you're gonna hear this again, I promise. But 
more designs for sale on more products and more marketplaces will make you more money. So I don't just go and make a design for a hat. If I think it'll work on a t-shirt, I'm throwing it up on a t-shirt period. And, and I don't want to say vice versa because with embroidery designs on hats, you're a little bit more restricted with regards to like colors. So when I do my hat designs, I'm typically like very niche down for hats specifically. Um, but with t-shirts, it's like the wild west, man. People buy anything on Amazon, um, which is also, I have another note down here. I only made two notes under my other notes category, but, um, I have a funny one about like one of my worst designs ever that has sold and made me a decent amount of money over the years. All right. Number 10. Oh yeah. And the niche for my number nine bestseller, this was a tweak of a mainstream news niche. Uh, I don't know what else to call it. Like it's, it's a mainstream news niche that I tweaked, um, similar to how I made a tweak on a quote from a TV show that resulted in my most profitable design of 2019. So without giving the niches away, um, the real takeaway there is like, when I say tweak, think of it as like cross niching. All right. Think about it as like when you take like a Halloween costume or, you know, the Halloween niche, that's like, I'm a unicorn. This is my human costume. And it's like, you can kind of cross niche by saying it's a Halloween shirt because this is my human costume, but then cross niche it with whatever the first word is, you know, I'm a unicorn, I'm a leprechaun, whatever. Um, so think of it like that. All right. Number 10, this was a straight up generic evergreen shirt that I'm pretty sure I got from Merch Informer. If you guys haven't tried out Merch Informer, I think they still do free three day trials every now and then they'll give you, well, I mean, I don't, I'm not, I don't. I didn't rely too heavily on Merch Informer during my merch climb just because, I don't know. I don't, do I even want to make an excuse? I just didn't like, you don't actually need Merch Informer. If we're just keeping it real guys, like I've talked on my channel about the Chrome extension DS Amazon quick view and Merch Informer is amazing first and foremost, but it's a paid tool. And you know, me being on YouTube, I get a free copy now. So if I want to use it, I can, but like I'll be honest, it's not my go-to initially. I still am a fan of using my search merch tool, which just lets me filter out non-Amazon merch uh, products so I know exactly what my prime eligible sold by Amazon competition is because, yeah, those things matter. And that's why I said them. Prime eligible because we sell through merch and sold by Amazon builds a lot of customer trust even though we benefit from that sale by getting a royalty. Um, that's what happens when you sell through Amazon merch. Uh, yeah, you can use the search merch tool, see only Amazon merch results, use DS Amazon quick view and check the number of results that Amazon tells you in the top left corner when you perform a search. And you know what? It's a new year. Maybe I'll get some new videos going on like niche research and niche validation for uh, Amazon merch specifically. But yeah, I mean, I'm not too reliant on Merch Informer. However, when you do use it, sometimes it spits out a nice evergreen niche. Uh, this shirt specifically I've had up for a couple years. Now that I think about it, like it's probably a matter of time till somebody just says, you know what, screw it. This sells in high enough volume that I'm just going to trademark it and be that guy that gets a couple hundred t-shirts removed from Amazon once that trademark goes live. I'm not going to do it, but I'm just saying like people are out there and they do it, you know, it's playing, they're playing by the rules, I guess. And they're being a little greedy, but yeah, this is a great evergreen niche. I have it priced at 1999. I have all five star reviews, pretty much a dream scenario for, um, for an Amazon merch product. All right. Other notes really quickly. So my tier 10. So I was thinking back to when I, I don't know why I was driving home from work today for my day job. And I was thinking like, <laughs> 
of just the the very first niche that got me out of tier 10 and it was based on a tv show again i never get cute with my keywords i don't try to weasel in the keywords that will get me rejected potentially uh, I, so I don't try to name the, the TV show, but like if I think of a funny quote or a well-known quote from shows that I watch and they're not trademarked, I'm not scared to throw them up on t-shirts. So in this case, it was a funny quote from a comedy show that I grew up watching and there were zero results on Amazon, across Amazon, if you search those keywords, zero results. And somehow... A couple days after I throw up a t-shirt to serve that niche on those keywords, um, because it wasn't just a quote, like there's a graphic to accompany it, it sold. Like it sold. It was crazy because there was no way of validating it at all that it would work. If you had to guess, of course, it'd probably fail, zero results, but it ended up working and it just popped into my mind as an idea to test. I tested it. It worked. Guess what I did after it worked? I'm in tier 10. I've got... 10 shirts uploaded that aren't selling. Well, I've got nine that aren't selling and then one that did. So I started reviewing because, you know, merch is most fun. Well, I don't know. This is how it was for me anyways. Merch was most fun in the lower tiers for me. You know, when you could obsess over those very few upload slots and try to like get your best research done, your best keywords, your best design. You know, like I wasn't born with design ability and to this day, I'm still not like a great graphic designer, but good enough. And it was just fun to reevaluate what was going on. I ended up deleting about two or three of my upload slots and replacing them with designs, not the same design, but similar designs to serve this niche. And ultimately it got me out of tier 10, uh, mixed in with some other sales. It wasn't just all this niche, but I feel like once I got that first sale, like my confidence was boosted and I realized like, okay, I can do this. Um, and I think that's after a couple weeks of neglecting Amazon merch. Like I'm pretty sure I got in and didn't know what it was. And you know, this was back in like early, early 2017. And I had applied initially in late 2016 and never heard back. So I reapplied, but ultimately I figured out that this held a lot of potential and started taking it more seriously. And once you get tiered up and you have a little bit more leeway, you get from one upload a day to two uploads a day and maximum 25 uploads. And then, like I mentioned earlier in this video, like I think I was in tier 25 when I had my first real success. Um, if you look back on my monthly passive income reports, which are on my website and on my YouTube channel in a playlist, it was, I think, June 2017, where my profits on Amazon Merch literally 10Xed month over month. And uh, yeah, I mean, when you hit a trend, it, it feels amazing and you'll get addicted at that point. So, but yeah, looking back, that niche that got me out of tier 10, it now has 29 shirts in it. And I didn't, I just, now that I'm talking about it, realized I didn't expand the scope of my search beyond just standard t-shirts. So there could be even more than just 29. There probably is. It's just kind of sad because it was like, that was, I don't want to say it's my baby, but it was like, man, I was in tier 10. I didn't know anything about Amazon merch. And that niche got me out of tier 10. And now there's almost 30 standard t-shirts in there. Of course, a handful of them are mine, but probably no more than five max. Um, yeah, and also one of the worst designs, if not the worst design I've ever made in general. This design, I should look it up. Let me pause the video. I'm going to tell you guys how much money I've made off this design. And I'm back. So this design has sold 27 times and made me $129.65. It does have one review. It's four star. 
and it's in a niche that, I mean, like I just said, has 29 standard t-shirts, so it's not hyper-competitive, but I mean, just for perspective, think about that for a second. This is a niche that I'm not going to say I created, because again, it's based on a TV show, so it's in the, the public mind, I guess, but I was the first upload to Amazon on these primary keywords. I uploaded maybe five different designs to this niche. Uh, it has since 6 x in size from 5 to 30. And this one design that is so bad, I don't know why anybody bought it, let alone 27, made me $129.65. So, like, keep the right perspective on Amazon merch, guys. Like, long term, this is just free money on autopilot. You know, if you decide to just quit, you'll still get paid. Like, you're still going to get some sales and get paid, depending on, you know, how much time you put in to build up your business initially. The amount of money you make moving forward on autopilot is going to vary, right? Uh, but either way, just for perspective, um, that is a real thing. I had to blank out the ace in there so that people don't grab the design because I don't want... In this case, it's not even that I think you're going to steal it. It's that when I think you're going to steal it, you know, everything's so saturated. That's not even like a thing anymore. But I just don't want you seeing that design. It is so bad. I literally took like a graphic and color overlaid it. And it's... Ugh, I color overlaid it in Photoshop and it's just so ugly. It's so ugly. I got to get over it though. It's in the past. Um, and it actually had sold twice in 2019 and made me like, I think it was like eight or nine bucks. So, all right. Last thing, my most profitable shirt ever on Amazon merch. Uh, I've talked about it in previous videos. It resulted in that one shirt made me over $700 profit in a single day, which is my best day ever on Amazon merch. Uh, it was removed and it's kind of a sad thing, but also well, what more could I ask for? That shirt had made me thousands of dollars of profit. But the interesting thing, and there's still a little bit I don't understand about Amazon merch, is how, like, you, I'm sure everybody's seen when people get Amazon merch shirts through the uh, content filter that definitely do not belong. Now, I know there's still some older ones that are on the catalog back when the content uh, policy and the content filters weren't as strict, but... These have to be newer than that because of when the trend came into existence. Uh, either way, there's at least five of them on page one. Um, and again, like when you search broad keywords, sometimes you get like different niches in the search results that are not exactly what you were looking for. So in this case, there was a full page of results in page one, but at least five were basically replicas of exactly what my shirt was that had sold so well. Um, so anyways, I just wanted to make a note of that guys, as you can see, like with Amazon merch, you're going to have to deal with some shirts getting removed due to, due to trademarks that didn't used to exist that now exist. Um, you're going to have to deal with copycats that I don't want to say pixel for pixel, but copycats that then undercut you. Um, that's really it. I mean, there's going to be, that's kind of the downside. The upside is that this, this is autopilot free passive income. If you ever decide to quit, you're still going to be benefiting from the work you put in now. And um, I guess the last note is really like, you know, keep an eye out for t-shirt designs, especially when you're watching TV or like YouTube videos, I guess, in summary, um, because opportunities everywhere. Just make sure don't like rip people off and don't don't forget to check trademarks. All right. That's going to be the real takeaway of this video because you got to protect your account. All right, guys, and I'm going to wrap this video. This went a lot longer than I expected, but I enjoyed talking about Amazon merch. It had been a while since I really went in depth and kind of um, 
talked about how my merch business was going. If you enjoyed it, do me a favor and press that like button. If you have any feedback for me, comments, questions, whatever, go ahead, hit me up in the comments below. And I look forward to seeing you guys at the next video.